Lilo Astor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with Jif Simpson and Jenny Kate Altman, otherwise known as Jiffy Kate. We spoke in a really difficult time of isolation, and it felt really good to talk to someone else <laughs> besides my family. I hope it helps you to hear our conversation. As always, listen to the end. Hello, Jiffy Kate. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for inviting us. Okay, so we will all know. Let's hear Jeff. I'm Jeff. Hi. (laughs) And Kate. (laughs) Yep, I'm Jenny Kate. (laughs) Welcome. What part of the world are y'all from? I am originally from Louisiana, but I live outside of Houston, Texas. Okay. Yep, and I live in Oklahoma, just a small town near Tulsa. How did you guys meet? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a fun story, right, Jeff? You can tell it. It is. Oh, I can tell it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you do a good I job. Used to, <laughs> I used to live in Oklahoma, and we were both following each other on Twitter. We hadn't really interacted with each other, but we were both big Twilight fans. Oh. So we were following each other, and we noticed that we were tweeting about the same tornado sirens going off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's so, so Oklahoma, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we realized we must, you know, live close and we should meet up. And we did. And, you know, We've been together ever since. I love that. So that's been a while ago if it was Twilight Days. That was, oh gosh. Um, March. It was definitely in March. It was 2011. So nine years. It's our anniversary. Yay. That's so sweet. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't get you anything, you know, quarterly and all. Well, that was going to be my first question is, how are you doing with all of this? This is about, so we're recording this on April 6th, and we've been isolated. How long has it been now? (laughs) I'm lost. Yeah, I think I'm on week four. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. I feel like Oklahoma is like at least like two weeks behind everybody else. (laughs) I mean, our governor just put a shelter in place, um, like order... Like maybe what, Jeff, like a week and a half ago? Yeah. Something like that. So mm-hmm. I stayed home the majority of last week. So last week was my first week to really just, you know, be home and not go into the office at all. And I'm hitting and missing this week going into the office because I work in an accounting department and oh. we have a lot of field employees who are still working. So I uh I have to go in and run payroll so that everybody gets paid. So it's been kind of weird. But yeah. well, how are you spending <laughs> yeah. your time when you're home? Right. Well, we finished the book yesterday. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your process writing together. Well, well it's probably not hear, like anybody else's. Everyone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I guess uh, we should we should also say that we um, share a brain. Yeah. And so we'll say the same thing at the same time. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's fun. That makes it yeah. convenient for writing. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Go ahead, Jenny Kate. <laughs> well, we write on we write in Google Docs. Yeah. So it's just an easy way for us to share documents and share our ideas. And I'm sorry if you can hear my dogs. They don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> oh, they I... have no inside voice, so yeah. my apologies. But anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> and they tend to always know when I'm on the phone. Don't. Jeff and I talk a lot in the evenings, and I swear it's like they get amped up or something. Like, oh, mom's on a phone call. Let's be loud. 
like I have children, <laughs> little children. Yes. But um, it's nice because we can kind of chat in the sidebar. And I mean, I think when we say that we're different from other co-writing teams, and I think you've co-written a book, right? With yes. Taryn? Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, the way we differ from most co-writing teams or duos is that we don't split POVs and mm-hmm. we don't split chapters. So we basically just write whenever we have time and whatever needs to be written next. So it's a very fluid process and we don't write chunks of the book and then like weave it together. Mm-hmm. We pretty much just write it straight through. Start to finish. Yeah. yeah. Start to finish. Nice. Mm-hmm. It works for us. Thank goodness. Do you have a set schedule that you work together if you're working outside the home too or outside of writing? We write a lot in the evenings and we, we, Get a, usually when we're on a deadline, when we have something kind of coming up and we know we need to really buckle down and get writing done, we write uh, quite a few words on weekends. I mean, we can have easily have a 10 to 15,000 word you wow. know, weekend. So between like Friday to Sunday, we can get a lot of words written. So that's amazing. That's generally what we try to do. And you've written, did I read correctly, over 20 books together now? Well, we started writing Twilight fan fiction. So some of those counts are like, not books, but, you know, like fan fiction stories that we wrote before we started publishing. Mm -hmm. But we have published, I think we just did 14, right, Jeff? I was trying to remember. I didn't know if it was 14 or 15. Yeah, we just released... Two weeks ago, we had our second release with Smarty Pants Romance Mm -hmm. and um, Beefcake. And I think that that was book number 14 for us. So, And what's this that you re-released in April? Oh, we just did recovers for our first series that we wrote, our Finding Focus series. And so we're re-releasing that in just about a week and a half. And then what's coming out in May? That's the book we finished yesterday. Um, It's called Good Times. Yes. And it is book four of our French Quarter collection. Most of our books take place in the New Orleans area. Neat. And so this series, not really a series, but, you know, interconnected standalones, they all take place in businesses in the French Quarter. Love that. So. Have y'all gone there to do extensive research <laughs> together? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it is our favorite place. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, we, we go as often there. as we can. Yeah, we were there the weekend after Mardi Gras. So thank goodness we were able to get home without getting sick. That's yes. been really, really scary to see the news, you know, yes. about how badly that area is hit right now. My brother just yeah. got out of there. He lives there and I was so mm-hmm. relieved. Mm-hmm. Yes. For him too. It's so horrible. What comes first for you usually? A storyline, a character, a muse? Do you kind of hash things out and ideas come? Or how does it usually work for each of you? Well, we were actually just joking about I mean, it's not a joke. It's serious. (laughs) It's like because it's factual. (laughs) But on a live video in our group last week, we were saying that, I mean, and we write a lot in series or interconnected standalones. Like Jeff was saying, like this book is book four you know, of our French Quarter collection. So as we're writing a book, it never fails. About 25% into the book we're writing, we come up with all these new ideas. And it's like, <laughs> let's write blah, 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 blah. Not for this book, but for the next one, you yeah. know? So, 
Okay. And I don't know if it's our brain trying to escape like all the words it knows it needs to write <laughs> or what, but it just like goes on these like rabbit trails. And so really those ideas end up being solid ideas that we write down and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, really like flesh them out afterward and turn them into books. And as we're writing one book, like in a collection or a series, we tend to try to really think who the next character is going to be, who the main, you know, who the hero of the next one is or who the Mm -hmm. heroine of the next one is. And then from there, you know, build something around that. I would say our stories are character driven. I mean, so we definitely come up with characters first and then build in conflicts and, you know, plot lines for them. But and we were, like just said, we were just in New Orleans, and that is such a muse for us. I mean, the city itself is a muse for us. And so while we were there, I mean, we came up with a few solid ideas, you know, that'll show up in the books we continue to write for this year. So That's fun. But, I love that that's your muse and neither of you live there. That's pretty fun. <laughs> Our goal is to retire there. Really? <laughs> like, we just need... We just need like an apartment. We don't even need a big house. We just need an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Something that we can share. So we can go right outside. Yes. yes. Perfect. <laughs> what do you love mm. most about this career? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I Go ahead, Jeff, if you have something. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I love having a creative outlet and it, even better to have the same creative outlet as my best friend. Mm -hmm. But I love the opportunities it has given us to travel, which Mm -hmm. we love to do. And then to meet readers and other authors and creative people, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, they, they say everyone needs a tribe. And I mean, we definitely have found that for ourselves with this, with this little venture. So I, I just, I really, really love connecting with all the people in this That's book world. Good answer. Yeah, me too. I was also going to say though, I like all of what Jeff said, but also I really love the fact that something that we create might make somebody else happy, or, you know, or yeah. just give them an escape. <laughs> and it just really has picked up lately, like where people from our group or readers or, you know, they might make a comment on a post or something like I just read so-and-so and and it just made me so happy or it made me feel so good. And so it's like, really? Like, that's just great. Right. That's amazing. Like something that you write makes somebody feel good or feel happy or Mm -hmm. or whatever. So you create a character that they can relate to. Yeah, Yeah. I've experienced that too. Right. And I think coming from a reader standpoint, because we're such, I mean, we're, we still devour books like nonstop. And so I know how that feels, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and so just to think that I might, you know, or we might give somebody else like a little bit of how I feel when I really connect with the book or really connect with the character or just escape for a few hours or whatever. Just, that's pretty awesome. I love that. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee every morning on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I'm an award-winning author of fantasy and romantic fantasy, and I chat with you about what it's like to be a career author. I honestly share my daily challenges and triumphs in getting my novels written. I give insights into the business side of being a writer and reflect on leading a fulfilling and creative life. Sit down and have a cup of coffee with me. 
let's get back to our interview. If someone were just starting to read your books, would you say start at the beginning or would you have another book to suggest? <laughs> we get this question all the time and it's like crickets every time. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I would say start at the beginning, mm-hmm. but if you want with our Finding Focus series, but you know, if you want to start with the French Quirk Collection, that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people, like, if you really want to know where Jiffy Kate starts, like, started, mm-hmm. you w- you would start with Finding Focus series, mm-hmm. with Finding Focus, the first book, because that is literally the first thing we ever wrote. It's been edited and cut apart and sewn back together a million times because it's the book that we took to the, like, editing room floor to try mm-hmm. to get something published. So it's been... I mean, it's been through workshops. Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, we took it to RT for, like, three years trying to get, you know, trying to get it, like, published and stuff. So, it really, I mean, it's got a soft spot for for sure with us. And those those characters, though, we utilize them so much. I mean, we just wrote Good Times, which is book four of our French Quarter collection. But we really crossed over, so we brought in all of our old characters. So you don't have to know those characters to appreciate them in this story. But if you know those characters and you see them pop up, I think that's just like seeing an old friend and feel so familiar. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that book represents us personally really well because, you know, it's about living in the South and, being, you know, being around a tight knit family and mm-hmm. yeah. food and just all the the good things that um, you know happen in life. That's that's what we like to write about. So it's a good representation of us personally. I think. Yeah, it's always hard though, right? As an author, to send somebody to your first book because yes. as authors, like we hope that we're improving. Like we hope our craft improves with each book we write. So it's really hard to be like, yes, you should go read the first thing we ever wrote. And That's absolutely where going. you should start. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do the fast five. I will ask you questions Ooh. and then you both can answer off the tops of your head. Okay. Fill in the blank. Vulnerability makes me quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yep. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Makes me um, clench. (laughs) Like, like, oh, wait, I don't want to feel that. Never mind. And not in a good way. (laughs) Last thing you baked. Cinnamon. I made this cinnamon swirl, I don't know, crumbly cake stuff. And I did it wrong according to the recipe, but it was so right. Mm. Just let me tell you. It was a very good mistake. Okay. I baked sugar cookies because my daughter gave up dairy and all cow products for Lent, and it has been a struggle in this oh. pandemic. Let me just tell you. <laughs> God bless oh. sweet Mackenzie. Wow. I can't wait for Easter. <sighs> Asked yeah. her what she wanted the Easter bunny to bring her, and granted, she's in college. And she said, cheese, just a block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> Favorite trope to read? Friends to oh, lovers, gosh. I think. Mm-hmm. I think, I guess. I'm going to go the opposite and say enemies to lovers. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. superpower would you choose? Invisibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That or, yeah, I was going to say flying. Oh, or tele- teleportation. Yeah, teleporting. Ooh. I don't really care for flying, but I do it. 
but if I could like just you know just blink and like, be there blink and be yeah. there like I dream of Jeannie then yeah mm-hmm. I would love that wine or coffee coffee, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you would have asked, is vodka or coffee, you oh. would have got cricket. Because we would have been like, oh, wait, wait I don't know. Is. What should we say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I would be asking which signings I might see you at this year, but oh. it seems like maybe wah, wah. that's not going to happen. So instead, wah. I'll ask, are there any new hobbies you're taking up during this time? I've been working on a puzzle for two days. I haven't done that in like 10 years. <laughs> Me too. I, I ordered a cross-stitch kit. I am not crafty at all. I My gosh, that will get me just fired up and furious quicker than just about anything. But I ordered a cross-stitch kit because it says, you people. So, uh, <laughs> I like it. I thought it'd be a good place to start. Good timing I, for that message. I will admit that, like, I watched this YouTube video for like 30 minutes on these. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. I just don't. Let me tell you. You stick the little <laughs> hook in there and you pull the yeah. thread through. Mm, yeah. It's like poke and pull and poke yeah. and pull and poke and pull and you fill in a color and you move on. You know, do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? I'm, I'm imagining like a rug, but I don't think you're talking right. About. But you can make like a canvasy kind of thing, almost oh, like cross stitch, oh. but it's like a bigger thread and it's like poke and pull, poke and pull, poke oh. and pull. Anyway, I watched that for like 30 minutes. It was the most soothing video I had seen that day. And I was like, I need, to, I need that. I'm going to do that. Nice. Maybe you just need to watch <laughs> so, that video over and over again. Yeah, or that. Or that. Yeah. Maybe just the video is fine. <laughs> Random question of the day. What are your thoughts on Blake Shelton? I love him. He's from Oklahoma. Yeah, I have to love him. Yeah. No, I love me. Blake. I love him. He's a good old boy. And, no. you know, he just means really well. <laughs> no, he's not. You need to back that up, Jeff. If you think he's an ass, you need to back it up. And can we even say that on Willow's podcast? We can. I ha- I've always liked him a lot, but I've read some of the... Some of the stuff and think, oh, yeah. But I'm gonna just pretend yeah. like I'm. I only know the good things about him. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and you know what? I'm judging people a lot right now about how they're handling the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am. Yeah. I'm like, I'm watching oh, yeah. you. I'm. I'm judging you. Companies <laughs> that aren't handling their employoies well. Yeah. I'm making yeah. a naughty list. Companies who are mm-hmm. handling their employees well. I'm making a nice list. So <laughs> anyway, early on before our governor made any sort of mandates because he was very slow. Were you judging him? The trigger for that. <laughs> yeah. Blake kind of came forward and was like encouraging Oklahoma. And sometimes it takes people like that who yeah. have a voice. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> anyway, to like come forward and say, you know, stay at home, you right. know, and he closed his restaurants down and he closed his stores down early on and paying him his employees well and taking care of them and stuff like that so anytime people do things like that I just consider it like good people Mm -hmm. and so yeah 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 our criterion is going to change for a lot of things after this probably yeah I agree my cousins and I had a uh, zoom coffee chat for like two hours on Saturday morning (laughs) and I was telling them out of all of the bad things that are happening because there's a lot of bad and it's easy to focus on that aspect of it but I was telling them like when was the last time we all you know the three of us got to chat for two hours on a Saturday morning Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying like so there's a lot of good things and like 
For I've sure. spent more time in my house than I've got to spend in years. You know, like <laughs> I spent a whole week at home last week and I wasn't sick and I wasn't on vacation. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, thank goodness. Right. Thank goodness I wasn't sick. But you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like stuff like that. Like, I think it's like you you have to find the good stuff and all of the bad stuff. And so anyway, there's totally. a lot of good stuff. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. Oh, oh okay. I have a hold on for one more day by Wilson. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) We're here for this. Yay. I love Wilson Phillips. Bridesmaids. Yes. Yes. I jammed to them when I was in high school. Yeah. Wilson Phillips. Heck Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But now I can't even hear it without seeing the animations that they do. Yeah. So funny. It's pretty awesome. It is great. Are you ready? I mean, you started out and we're going to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Someday well, somebody's going to make you want to turn around, around and say goodbye. Until then, baby, are you, are you going to let them hold you down and make you cry? Don't, don't you know? Don't you know? Things will change. Things will go your way. If you hold on for one more day. Uh, if you hold, hold on for one, one more day. Yes. I don't know. That's I'm right. just making it up yeah, now. Yeah, that was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hold on? How did it go? <laughs> Too bad they can't see us because I was totally doing I was getting into it. I was just here. trying to remember yeah. how that tag went. I lost it. But good job, girls. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Wait, do you make everybody do that? Because I've yes. listened to bits and pieces of some of your podcasts, but now I'm like, maybe I didn't make it to the end, so I need to go make it to the end of some podcasts. Yes, you need to make it I, to yeah, the I end, thought girl. our karaoke skills must have traveled or something like that. <laughs> You guys were so agreeable. I thought for sure you must have listened because you were just so like, okay, yeah, all right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we'll we'll do just about anything. (laughs) Nice. I like it. You don't even have to pay us. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. It was so fun. Thank you for inviting us. And I pray that you will stay safe and healthy and be happy in your house. (laughs) Enjoy the rest. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay, too. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Stay safe. See you next time. Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.